0: On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Coach Kyle Schmidt. Coach Schmidt is the head football coach, and he's a teacher in the building at Archbishop Spalding High School in Anne Arundel County.
1: If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews, to game reports, to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller.
0: Coach Schmidt, I appreciate being on the show. I usually start with some some preamble about finding my studio and, yeah. and going to, ham- but we're not in my studio, okay. are we, sir?
2: No. Uh, we are at Archbishop Spalding High School in the front boardroom here uh, of our school, and they were nice enough to let us rent this out for the period. and uh just happy to be here john yeah i yeah,
0: appreciate it so yeah we're in the boardroom everybody so in case you're wondering how far the big podcast shot. has come yeah big we're, shot we're not sitting at the head of the table but we're close
2: this isn't the football boardroom either <laughs> this is the schools i wish this was our uh, our meeting room but it's not really? is this
0: where you watch film
2: yeah yeah, yeah it'd be awesome for every big tv there <laughs> oh
0: i like the eyes so we're gonna yeah. have to I tell that people that
2: it's not real true but i tell people that if we're, i need I, to impress I, them, i believe it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we didn't come here to talk about the boardroom we yeah. came here to talk about you mm. Can we go back a little bit and, and touch on your high
2: school uh, sure. athletic career, sir? Do you mind? Absolutely.
0: So you're not from Baltimore. You're not from Anne Arundel County. You're not, not from the state.
2: No. Where are you from, coach? I'm from uh, western Pennsylvania, a little town, Derry High School. Our arch rivals were uh, the Latrobe Wildcats, which was Arnold Palmer territory, for any listeners who may, may have heard of uh, Arnold, Arnie Palmer. So we're, we're about 45 minutes east of Pittsburgh, southeast. And so I did grow up a Steelers fan, Pirates fan. It's been a tough run there, and uh, they're playing okay this year. Pens and everybody else. So, so it's it was it was an awesome childhood. Played played multi sports and um and, and loved it. Yeah, three brothers, and and it was it was a really great upbringing.
0: I didn't ask you before the show. But where did you fall in the brother lineup? Were you the oldest? Yeah, youngest? yeah, middle I was child? number two. Number two. Number, middle child. Middle child. Really low maintenance.
2: <laughs> um, That's what they say. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, I was number two, and and we were all close though. I mean, there were some some great backyard basketball games and tag football and home run derbies that, that went on. Always something. That so that in, the, in
0: the Brady Bunch analogy,
2: you were Peter. I was. I was
0: Peter Brady. <laughs> okay, very cool. So you uh, you said football, yep. basketball, and baseball. Yep. All right. Yeah. In high school, what's what was the scouting report on oh, Kyle Schmidt? Let's go yeah. with the baseball player. Oh. Let's let's see if you can go back. Curveball,
2: can't hit the curveball. Can't hit the curveball. <laughs> you know, so throwing, you were a hitter. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> probably couldn't hit the fastball very. That's probably why I gave up baseball. So you're a tall guy. But, yeah, and you're right-handed. Yep, right. Were you at first base? I was. I caught actually, ah. which was awesome for flexibility. So I was a catcher. I was a pitcher too. Okay, it was a challenging to catcher and a pitcher. Somebody else had to catch when I pitched, but i was a really good pitcher uh i i hold the distinction of striking out four guys in one inning because of the drop catcher rule I so but uh but we we lost uh a lot of games in 13 to 15 year old range and then 16 i couldn't hit it just and you you wanted at that age i want to get in the weight room and i still love basketball run up and down the court so i gave up baseball after ninth grade year but but yeah, the scouting report was um, throw the curveball. He'll he'll probably swing and miss. Got yeah, it. A lot of long foul balls to left field, but but the curveball usually got me. So that
0: that <laughs> uh, student versus staff or faculty uh, baseball game that might be coming up at Archbishop Spalding, <laughs> throw coach the curveball. No ball, doubt, you have a better chance of getting him out. <laughs> no, but no. you didn't go on to college to play baseball. You went yeah. on. You went to play football. I did, and you went to University of Maryland. Yep. How'd that How'd that
2: work out? It was awesome. Uh, I p- went to Maryland and uh, played center. And and started for two years, was part of some wonderful teams. Ralph Regan. I was there, Ron Vanderlin, initially, uh, for my first year, and then Ralph Regan for the next four years. And three years of uh, 31 wins in three years, went to play and made my first career start in the Orange Bowl, which was awesome. but, but played there and, and your first
0: start was in a bowl game it was no yeah. pressure there no
2: not at all our, our left guard todd white got hurt and uh and i yeah I, so i started left guard that game we got beat up by florida pretty good but it was an incredible experience and and uh yeah played a lot there learned so much football friends for a lifetime mentors that that um, still mean a ton to me. So it was, it was a wonderful experience. Love, love, love the Terps, and it was, it was just a big part of my life. Can you t- talk us a little?
0: Tell us a little bit about the process of being? I want to say recruited. I'm sure that's yeah. from Western Pennsylvania. Yep. To, to Maryland. Sure. Um, this was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You're still a young guy, so it yeah. wasn't that long ago. Their yeah. internet was around. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> it was in its infancy. Yeah. What 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 was that like? Did you have, was it your coach involved? Did yeah. you have a scout? Did you have to do lots of film? Did you subscribe right. to right. one of those national services? Right. Were, were camps a thing
2: back then? You know, they were to an extent. Um, it was VHS tape still. So if anybody, kids, you might not know what those Nobody's going to know that one, Coach. <laughs> Look that up on the internet. You can find VHS. But, uh it, so, so for me, I played early, which helped. I, I was It was a very small school. I mean, Dairy PA is in the middle of nowhere. Um, and for me, it, it, it became good film. Like, that's the most important part to all this is I, I tell my business class now, the product has to be good. You can do all the marketing in the world, but if the product isn't good, then the marketing doesn't really matter. So for me, I was lucky enough to be coached well. I had size, I had God-given ability that, that – um, that, that I, was, I was able to, to use and, and uh, continue to build upon. Uh, I did some a few camps here and there, and some the right people saw me and, and thought highly of me. Uh, I don't even know who all those people are now, to be up front with you, because they see you, that there's somebody, it's a, it's a local you know, a guy from a, a school who, who likes you. University of Pittsburgh was my first scholarship offer in uh, April of my junior year, which was early at that time. These days, it seems to be almost late would be the term uh, now. But uh, And that, that began to get the ball rolling. Um, and it really came down to, to Pitt, West Virginia, University of Maryland, uh, Boston College was in the mix and NC State now my now wife was my girlfriend at the time and that big radius that that you say you're going to go to gets a lot smaller when when family and, and girlfriends are involved and so I I decided on Maryland I loved the coach coach Danny Rocco is the head coach of VMI now recruited me and uh it was a great experience I learned so much and a lot of it I can pass on hopefully to our players now but ultimately for me it was just, just really being good at my craft, being a lineman who could move and um, play multiple positions on the offensive line, and uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a wonderful experience. Traveling to see schools with your families, I tried to really enjoy the process and exhaust it, and not get. I worry now that young people get a lot of anxiety about it, and there's a lot of nerves. Um, you know, I, I think what I did, Maryland loved me, you know, John, and and it's, I knew that they, I felt that when I was there. The players were 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 great guys. They they loved me. They appreciated me for who I was, and I, I, that's something we we tell our players now: go where you're loved. Um, trying to convince people to take you uh, is is challenging, but somebody's gonna love you. You know, if you if you work hard enough at your sport and your craft, um, find that place, and that's gonna make for the next next four years of your life to be really enjoyable.
0: Four years at Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your major? Four and a half. Four yeah. and a half. What was
2: your major? Uh, education. Education. Yeah, I was in history, social studies, and uh, yeah, double major. It was actually education history, double major um, uh-huh. at the time. Yeah, so a degree in both, but but education was my path.
0: Yep. But you stayed in, after you graduated, you stayed in sports for a bit.
2: Uh, yeah, so I was an undrafted free agent with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, went to training camp, spent an off-season there, got cut, and spent that, that fall at home. And then I went to NFL Europe and played for the Cologne Centurions. I was actually, this tells you when you you realize you're not good enough, is when you're in Amsterdam, and they send you to Berlin, and then they finally end up in Cologne because there's an injury and you're playing, and it's, uh, so I got to see all of Europe. But I played played for the Cologne Centurions at the time. Spent about 10 weeks in Germany, and it was amazing. Uh, and, And then I went to the Arizona Cardinals back with them and, and I got cut and at that point it was like okay I'm clearly not good enough playing this league I knew that I was self-aware enough to realize I couldn't block those guys at the center position and um and I went back to Maryland as a graduate assistant yep
0: very cool yeah. so talk to me uh, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording but a graduate assistant is someone who goes back to college they're yep. a graduate student they're yep. there, they're there for a program yep but they're working within the school and in your case you were football a, program. football program yeah, yeah. How, is that how that works? Do you have to apply for that? Do you have to be a student it's, first? It's, or uh, you,
2: is it that relationship you built with the coaching staff? That that's, it, that's what it is. It's a connection with the staff. And Coach Region knew I was interested in doing it. They had an opening. And um, a lot of those jobs are filled before they're advertised, just to be honest with you. And so it was, it was that. And uh, you, you are working relentlessly. Uh, it taught me a lot about what the job entailed, the hours, uh, the time. And, um, as again, still a student and a coach. So, But I got my master's while I was there in education. And I learned so much football. I mean, Ralph Regan, he's really a genius with the X's and O's. My O-line, O-line coach, Tom Bratton, who coached me, and was still the O-line coach there. Those guys have a tremendous impact in my life and learned a ton of football. So it was, it was awesome. Very cool. Finished up there, and mm-hmm. you headed into the high school. You decided yeah. high
0: school was the place for you. Mm-hmm. Was there was there a calling? Was was there yeah. something that you decided? You know what I want to be because you could coach somewhere in college. Sure. You'd probably have to work your way up through the ranks. Mm-hmm. You probably
2: wouldn't get a head coaching job right yeah. away. Um, right. But you decided high school. I did. Where'd you go? Uh, so I went to Athleton High School in Columbia, Maryland. And you're right. It, it is a calling. It's it's where where do I want to take the next forty to fifty years of my life and. Um, you know, college was all a dream at that time. You're interested in it. And you, you, I was with some, James Franklin was offensive coordinator when I was a graduate assistant at Maryland, and you know, guys that are super successful still today. But uh, I kind of wanted, I wanted to have my own thing. And, and I wanted to kind of carve my own path as a coach. And when a head, head coaching opportunity, I was 27 years old, came about, uh, I went for it. And, and I, always, I always tell people, my wife, we were kind of in this job search. I was done my master's degree. I had done two years in Maryland, and her face kind of lit up when I said, "Hey, I'm going to interview for this high school job up the road." And I actually interviewed at Hammond High School first. A guy named Joe Russo interviewed me, and then Athelton kind of caught wind that I was interviewing there, and so I ended up at Athelton, and had four incredible years there with awesome kids at a great school that it, uh, I still, you know, talk to some folks there today. And it was a, it was a really good experience. Yep. But then you pivoted to spaulding. I did uh which is
0: it brings us kind of up to date Uh, tell us about your experience here at spalding do you feel you've been
2: successful or are you are you carving that path that you wanted to carve Uh, no doubt yeah it took a lot of hard work but but i saw an opportunity in the private school ranks in maryland where you could be the football coach and really mold your program and this is nothing the public schools was were awesome Um, but i was able to really build my program You, you recruit players build a bigger staff um, we have three teams at Spalding, freshman, uh, JV, and varsity. Uh, I, I, still in the school, you know. still get to teach, uh, which I, is a passion of mine as well. And then um, ultimately, y- 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 you can build it. You build it slowly with recruiting classes, and you can play more games out of state. The county system is sort of what it is. It's the county. You can only play your 10 games in county, maybe one away game. You know, we, We've gotten to the spot. I sat with Kathy Maher, who was our former president, um, and I remember saying, I'd like to build this thing to, a, I think it could be an East Coast power. I really believe that. I felt we had the potential. It's a co-ed school. Uh, we have a big population. We could have 100, 115 kids in our program. And uh, I, th- I think in 10 years, we're. it, it takes time. It, but I, I just taught the business flywheel, John, in my business class, where we get that thing rolling and you know, the, the people who were customers are now promoters, and, and that brings more people to the table. And I really feel like we're there. I feel strongly about the program, and it's, it's rolling. Um, but I got, I got incredible assistant coaches, and we've had some awesome players who took a chance on us early on in my career here at Spalding, uh, and, and, and they've, they, we stand on their shoulders now.
0: So I don't want to keep you too long, Coach, sure. and I really appreciate all this time you're, mm-hmm. you're taking with me. But I do have two more kind of lines of question. One yep. is about where Spalding is going. Yep. But before we go there, I, I'd like to give some advice to, yeah. to a student. Hopefully there's a student, hopefully one or two, are listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're thinking about playing high school sport. Maybe they're thinking about playing football. Maybe they've even considered, you know, hey, maybe I could play at Spalding. Yeah. What should that kid be doing? And do you have any advice for that kid? Sure. Uh, it's, we're recording this in May, mm-hmm. so they're probably not thinking about football. Yeah, we just did have the draft, so maybe they are thinking it, <laughs> but they're probably thinking, not thinking they should be training.
2: Right. Should they be? What should they be doing? Well, the good ones are always thinking about it, but, um, <laughs> we, we really have two terms I'm going to, I'll use for you and, and our kids hear this a lot, my students and my players and my son, honestly. Uh, control the controllable is something that we preach and, and we live, I hope, as, as a coach. And that really, John, for, for a young athlete, it's what can you control? You can't control what's going on with all the other kids in the area. You can't control um, you know, what everyone's opinion of you is. But, but you can control academics. You can control how you train and how you take care of your body. You can control any discipline issues, staying out of trouble. You can control... Um, just your overall attitude on a day to day basis. And I, I would stress that so much, so much. And, and then along the same lines, another term I use so much with the, the, our players is master the mundane. And it's the simple things. It's the really super, super simple stuff. Uh, don't feel like you have to, to play um, in a million leagues and a million games. Just really take care of your business. You got to you've got to get your sleep got to eat right, got to do your homework. You've got to work out consistently every day. Doesn't mean on Sunday, go for 12 hours, but don't do anything the rest of the week. We talk a lot about the mundane. Heck, it's as simple as make sure you make your bed every morning. I'm a big fan of that. My son, every day I walk over, hey, man, bed's not made. You know I don't hound him about much. But I just think the little, little details build up good systems and good routines to you. And, and, and that's the mundane stuff. We find the guys who do that really well Tend to be our, our our best players, our most accountable players, maybe more so. So, um, those are two pieces of advice I talk to our kids a lot about. They they kind of get hammered at it, but but when I hear them saying it, or maybe even saying it in my voice, I know it's I know it's sticking in somewhere. So <laughs>
0: nice. So let's talk, Where 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 would you say Spalding football is going? Yeah, how oh, you won the MIAA last year, mm-hmm. the A conference. <laughs> Uh, you were in the playoff game the year before. Yep. Some may say you could have, yeah. should have won then. <laughs> but what's what's the plan? I'm, uh, is a repeat in in the cards? Or, or um, that's a, kind of a silly question. Sure. But th- tell me about the the next two or three years yeah. at Spalding.
2: I think sustained success is is the goal. Um, you know, we don't we don't get into a lot of comparison here. We're not looking at, at other leagues, our teams in the league, or, or programs around the state and trying to be better than them. I, th- I think we're just trying to maximize what we have as a program. And that's that's really the sustainable success. And we're trying to find some excellence as a program. Uh, for us, it's you know, continuing to bring in great kids to our school, not just our program, to our school. Winning football games. I think we're going to expand our schedule. Uh, we are this year. We're playing St. Joe's Prep from Philadelphia, Don Bosco from New Jersey, Emotep from Philadelphia. So playing people outside of our area, along with our traditional in in state and MIAA schedule and then outside of that continue to give kids incredible opportunities outside of Spalding we have gosh just you know the last few years we've sent students to Penn State Virginia Tech Harvard Navy you know great schools where where they can achieve some of their dreams and um, that that's the most fulfilling part as a high school football coach is to see your kids get opportunities that Maybe their parents didn't have. Maybe older brothers or sisters didn't have. And to see them really, really take hold of this. And then be prepared to do it, too. I don't just want to get them there. I want to continue to prepare them there. And we find a lot of joy in that as a staff. How do we follow
0: uh, Spalding Football on social media? Do you have a website? What's the best way? Yep. Twitter guys? Yep. Instagram? What's, yeah, we, what's, where do we follow? There is you?
2: Twitter and Instagram. Our, our Twitter, you can probably find everything else, but it's at Spalding, S-P-A-L-D-I-N-G-F-B. There's no U in there. Got and it. We see that sometimes. And then just me. I'm at uh, K Schmidt. K S C H M I T T A S H S for Archbishop Spalding High School, and that's the Twitter handle. I believe the Instagram may be the same. Uh, just look up Spalding football and the in the type, and you can probably find it. Uh, I, we don't have TikTok and yeah. Facebook. We're, we're we're out of that. We're living in that Instagram Twitter world as we speak. But. Um, Kids that are interested, man, shoot me an email. It's uh, Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-T-T-K, at SpaldingHS.org. Um, and the Spalding does not have a U. No U in there. But, but we love, yeah, we're interested in, in guys who who um, who, who want to compete and and be a part of a great program. Coach Schmidt, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, John.
1: You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.